Blog Talk Radio. Mozart, 
The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they medulla, they sharp, man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off any Zolar. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. For everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are! Peace, peace to you and yours, peace to you and yours. This is Novelez Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is your host, Brother Blue Pill. I am joined by my co-host, Brother Red. All right, peace, family. Love it. Peace, peace. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. All All right, right, all right. Peace to the family. Peace to you and yours. Welcome to Nota Ledge Radio. This is your co-host, Brother Redfield. Yes, indeed. Definitely honored to be here on this beautiful Tuesday night kind of hot out here. Is it hot where you at, brother? You know, it's 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 not the um, type of temperature that one would expect. You feel mm. me? For Los Angeles, I heard that um, you know, I heard that uh, they was going through a heat wave, you know. Yeah, shout out to the family. I'm still out here. I'm West Coast and yay, yay. Okay, yay, so, yay. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Left coast. Yeah. What's up? Shout out to the West Coast family. Yeah. No. Totally. Totally. Definitely. Okay, give him that love. Yeah. Give him that love. Excuse me. I said, give him, give him that love. You know. All right. It's free. Okay. Yay! Yay! What's up? You know what I'm saying? Let me see if I got anything in the can. Oh, I got anything in the can. That's a goddamn shame. I don't got nothing in the can. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to, um, yeah. I want to give a special shout out to uh, everybody out here on the East Coast, on the East Side of Things. You know, the uh, family that uh, I met all of the new brothers and sisters that I had the pleasure of You still meeting. meeting people? Does it ever stop? You know, you know why? Because every day there's somebody new that is uh, letting their presence be known and, you know, thanking, being very forthright. Because I, I really feel like you know, to run up to a stranger and to humbly, you know what I'm saying, tell them that you appreciate what they do, you appreciate what they bring to uh to to the platform, you appreciate 
all of the teaching, keep up the joy, all of these positive accolades, all of these positive affirmations. You know, everyone is not built for that. Everyone doesn't necessarily have that in them to hunt, you know, to do that to another man. These sometimes are men, you know, with their significant others and things of that nature. So I'm humbled, you know what I mean? I'm definitely humbled. I'm very appreciative. We wouldn't know the importance of what it is that we do if it were not for the brothers and sisters, the families, the couples, you know, the children who say to us, brother man, we're watching, we're listening, we know who you are, keep up the good work. Like that, that is sort of a, that's a stamp right there. You know, um, you never know what a brother's going through mentally. You don't know energy wise, emotional, emotion wise, you know, we all are, at the end of the day, we also come to human emotions. So sometimes we may be going through a loss. So we may we may be just down and out. And sometimes that tap on the shoulder is what we need to keep it pushing. You know, you might want to tap out. But um, I'm just saying, honors, it was a, definitely a beautiful event. This weekend in New York City was the International African Arts Festival in Commodore Park. Uh, some people thought, read a comment where somebody thought it was a 4th of July celebration, a July, you know, as if the family comes together to celebrate, you know, the murders or the genocide that this country is, uh, you know, historically known for committing against their own people. But no, this family is a gathering, one of the many gatherings that are taking place all around America over the summer where we come together for cultural reasons, we come together to celebrate our diversity, we come together to celebrate our culture, we come together to celebrate each other, you know? And to be honest with you, we spoke about this before on the platform. This is what we look forward to every year, annually, all of these events. These are our proverbial uh, battery charges. These are our Tesla stations right here, you know? This is when you get that boost of energy, and you get that download of, you know, power from the multitudes of the people. This is where you, this is the litmus test as to what it is that you did over the winter. Is it effective, <laughs> right, in a way? So, um, you know, and like I said, it's a, it's a micro of what it is that we're talking about, the macro. We are, you know, um, pro-nation building over here at Nota Ledge. We are about, you know, quote, yeah, hello. black cities. Yeah. Are your phone yeah. Nah, I made a major typo. My, my my line is ringing off the hook, and I'm wondering why. I got the wrong number listed on the flyer. I got my jack listed. Um, oh. So 347-637-2135, if you're listening via the computer and you want to call in on your phone or what have you, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what's going on there. Yeah, so... Let me correct that. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I know what you were saying about the the humility that it takes. You would, you know, especially like a dude is with a lady, you with your children, and you coming up to another man in a community that's known to be very egotistical. Like you're not quite sure what type of person this is outside of you know what what you're seeing in your living room or your phone on the camera or the t- you know on the t v or what have you, but 
what I get from people is that, you know what I'm saying, and I don't like playing the um, the game of division. I don't like divisiveness, but I'm only telling you what's told to me. They say, look, y'all brothers seem approachable, you know what I'm saying, whereas other people seem, you know what I'm saying, a little too much into themselves or what have you. Y'all brothers seem approachable, and the work that you do is genuine, so they don't feel a way by coming and telling us things that another brother might consider to be vulnerable. Like, bro, what's that in the background? I'm sorry. That was my chain. Yeah, so, you know, things being told to you like, you you helped change my life, or you saved my life, or you did this, or you did that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, I don't mean to be, you know what I'm saying? I don't mean to be semi-retarded, but I I can't buy that one, family. I mean, it's just too much at this point. I just, it's it's hard to fathom. I don't know if it's understood by the fam when I'm saying that. I'm not being facetious or anything. It's just very hard to fathom, you know. Um, it's understandable, but that one is heavy when somebody says things like that. And I heard that a few times this weekend, and I'm like, me? What, what did I say? Or what did I do specifically? You know, but what I do have to do is to take into account what happened in my life when I was enlightened and when I when my lights got turned on by not just one master teacher, it was a multitude, it was a community and a network of elders who did they didn't know me. They didn't know Blue, they didn't know us personally at that point when we were receiving their light. Um, when I heard the message, it felt like I knew them forever. And I'm assuming that that's what a lot of people are walking away from when they hear the radio show, the podcast, or they watch the videos, you know, or when they even read some of the statuses because, you know, we got some Facebook friends out there. And um, it's a cycle. It is a cycle. And I'm honored to be a part of that cycle, you know, Mama Pill was out there in New York with me this weekend. You know, she told me at the end of the day that proud of me. You know, there are a lot of elders who she who know her over the who's known her over the years. You know how that goes, right? You know, you always got your circle. You know, your generation and whatnot. And um, for a lot of the people who grew up with her, who knew her through Sabi, through the works that she was doing with the Fig Tree and the Usha Institute. And other things, they were definitely sharing the accolades that they had for both me and you and Young God, you know. Young Simba, yeah. Young Simba, KT the Arch degree, you know, the, uh, you know, the one. And um, I, I know it was heartfelt, you know. I know I know she took it all in and was able to assess the uh just a moment, you know what I mean? Like, and shout out to Mama Pill. I believe that she will be debuting one of her newer, newest discussions with the brother Sarnetta on Black News 102, Sarnetta TV 2, one day this week. I know they did a video today uh, in New York City, so look forward to that, you know. 
for us, the same thing. I'm out here in California, you know, west side, on my W's up, and, you know, I I received a barrage of um, compliments, you know what I'm saying? And come on, son, you got to do something about the wind funnel. All right? Okay. That might be my fan. Hold on. Fan yourself. And um there you go. Yes. So what it took, you know, or, or, or what I witnessed was a um healthy amount of people, both youth and elders coming up, you know what I'm saying, and acknowledging the good work. Some of the elders didn't know who we are, what we do, and I had the opportunity to uh, deliver my dissertation. You know what I'm saying? I got up there and I was able to speak, and I spoke, of course, from my heart. And they were very impressed with what they heard. They were very impressed with my dialogue, my delivery, passion for the particular topic, you know. And then, of course, they bore witness to, you know, the 100 pictures that I was taking, and they asked, well, who's that? What does he do? I had opportunity to, to talk, dialogue with them myself. And um, being in the midst of Sister Eleanor, Eleanor, being in the midst of Dr. Reverend Phil Valentine, being surrounded by comrades like Irritated Genie, you know, I was really able to just see, you know what I'm saying, the continuous chain of events, how we all have a part to play in one another's lives. You know, Eleanor was... was um, brought into this level of consciousness, kind of sort of by Mama Pill, and, you know, we introduced her to the platform and the speakers, and, you know, Phil Valentine kind of brought us somewhere into consciousness, and we were able to build a bridge to bring him to a, a wider audience, you know what I'm saying? Irritated Genie speaks about how there's things that we have done for him as well to help him, you know, maintain a level of focus, and, 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 you know, brush off certain rough edges where he's able to now be the dynamic force that he is. So you look around the room, you know, where uh, Mother Sabrina was there. This is the lady that was responsible. This was the Oracle before we even seen the Matrix. You feel me? Like, right. she was deep, deep, you know, taking us all in and just really internalizing the, the cyclical aspects of when you give, you shall receive, you know what I'm saying? And and how all of the people that are surrounding this particular dynamic are benefiting from the light, benefiting from the information, you know? And um, I'm, I'm just consistently reminded that, you know, we have lofty uh, goals as a people, but if you know what, was being discussed in the year of 2000 and 2001 when it was just three people in the room talking about, you know, how are we going to affect the globe with this information and, and, and create these platforms. Shout out to Black Dot. Shout out to Brother Chris, you know, and, and to see where it's at now, you know, what's our 10 or 15 or 20-year projection? Are we still dreaming? Do we, you know, is, are we still allowing our imagination to build bridges into the future, even though, you know, it's important to be presently present and down and everything. I get it. But, you know, 
don't ever divulge yourselves of your dreams and your higher aspirations. They are attainable, and you do have to have them. You do have to plant these seeds, and those seeds need to be watered. You feel me? So, you know, where is it going to be 10 or 15, 20 years from now? You know what I'm saying? So it's it's, it's mm-hmm. interesting. It's exciting. There's definitely work to be done, and nobody sits on their laurels because they get accolades or acknowledgement. That don't mean that the work is over. You know what I'm saying? If anything, it pushes you to go a little bit harder, push a little bit further. You know what I'm saying? So, with 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 that in night, with with that in mind, we still here tonight. You know, shit might be the 700th episode. KJL Radio. Make sure you go to archives and check out Friday's episode. You know, the dog days of summer 16. You feel me? Yes. With our brother Cool. Can you explain to the fam what happened on um, Friday? I know that the, the line dropped. Oh uh, well, there was a um, uh, um, technical difficulty, uh, malfunction type of situation, and I got pushed off the line for a considerable amount of time. And I, you know, I had lost internet where I was at, and it came back up, and I called back in. I plugged in towards the ending of the live stream, and then we went past a few minutes, you know, and block talk cut it. So that's my story, and I'm sticking by it. You can go into the archive, and you can check on what is there, because what is there is still monumental. It's still a plateful. It's a plate and a half. It's seven-course meal with hors d'oeuvres on the side, okay? That's how much information that brother brought forth. Sometimes ancestors be like, all right, it's the cutoff point. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to overdo it. Say shout out to Sister Kateria, shout out to Sister Eleanor. All right, these are sisters in the community. All right, divine feminine beings who put the weight of the world on their shoulders and pulled off a monumental event out here on the West Coast. And the West Coast needs that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not holding back no punches. Like shit, crazy out here. You feel me? Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy out here. No, no, okay? crazy. It's brazy, yeah, it's brazy out here. So I'm not going to harp on, you know, as as we always travel the country and we see different things, you know, we're not getting lost in the lowness of where our people are, you know what I'm saying? Because even them, they're susceptible. You know, they can still drop a gem on you. You feel me? So all is not lost. But there's a collective ignorance out here, you know what I mean, where any any any, any opportunity to share some light and bring community together, it should be promoted, supported, you know what I'm saying, highlighted and uplifted because the people need more examples of, quote, unquote, consciousness and community. And the, the youth are coming around, you feel me? But people need to commune. They need to be able to exchange energies. They need to be able to see one another in their divine selves, like Saturday's Return of the God, Goddess event, you know what I'm saying? The family was decked out in that white and gold, you know, looking royal. Shout out to her for creating that imagery that will last forever, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's a legend for that. Eleanor's a legend, you know what I mean? These sisters went all out. And they made something monumental happen. I'm forever thankful. 
just to, uh, you know, participate, to be a part of that. No doubt. No doubt. Salute to everybody that was involved, you know. I just said salute to everyone that was involved. And, um, you yeah, know. Like you yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm definitely encouraging other promoters that are in other states where the consciousness is resonating, you know, to definitely follow the examples that are being set. All right. Uh, shout out to my brother DJ out of Atlanta. Okay. Yes. With the Black Power Awards coming up in November 2016, November the 12th to be exact, my birthday weekend. All right. I had a very positive reception this weekend when I was promoting Black Power Awards. You can also go online for anybody that's listening in order to cast your vote. I believe they have in a category for podcasts. You dig? Yeah. Right? BlackPowerAwards.com. You know, either us or, or do, do the Knowledge Radio. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. Either or. Yeah. BlackPowerAwards.com. You know, I believe there's a category for the Brother Stein Meta. There's a few categories to celebrate and not just celebrate, but to, you know, recognize and give the proverbial flowers to our brothers and sisters while they're still alive, you know, while they're still breathing, while they still have their businesses. You know what I'm saying? Like, while they're still out here, let's begin to shine yeah. that light. KT, Corey as well. So, KT's shout out to him. him. Make sure that, uh, you know what I mean? You make it your business, family, to, you know, cast your vote. And shout out to the Kentucky family. All right, July 23rd, we will be at the Muhammad Ali Center Museum, which is located at 144 North 6th Street, Louisville, Kentucky. Four zero two zero two. July 16th and 17th. That's our time. July 16th and 17th, we're going to be in Kentucky. Well, you need to contact the good people over there because I'm reading this notification that I have in front of me. Oh, and it says. Saturday, oh, July twenty third, at five PM to ten PM, we will be at the Muhammad Ali Center. Okay. Okay. All right. I yeah. Apologize. yeah. May I make my correction? Pardon me. That's what it is, though. Yeah. All right. Uh, salute to everybody there. Salute to the Kentucky family, and all of the connecting states that are surrounding Kentucky. Can't wait to get out there. Yeah. I've been waiting. I can't think. Hold on, give me one second. Cause people are still calling it. Yeah, yeah. So in the meantime, between time, family, um, go ahead and share this episode on your social network or your social media. All right? You can just share the link. Let them know that we're broadcasting live and direct. We, we will be um, broadcasting and transmitting for about two more hours up until the midnight hour you on the East Coast, okay? KT, the arch degree is in the building. We are doing Tarzan yes, coded, all right? Yes, okay. we are. No Tarzan going in. Okay. 
So tonight, join us on Notaless Radio as we welcome our resident decoder, KT the Arts Degree, as he delivers Tarzan Decoded, another chapter in his Hollywood Decoded series. We will build on multiple topics tonight, as we have been. So tune in to tell a friend to tell a friend. Bring your pad and your pen. Class, my friends, is in session. All right, and with no further ado, we present to you caller from the 404492. <laughs> <laughs> Knuckle Dragger 2016 is in the theater on Independence Day. Like, what is the irony on that? The Neanderthal is in the theater on the 4th of July weekend. Exactly. Hey, man. What's good, Nodeledge? What's up, family? How y'all doing, man? Good, man. We definitely good. What's up, what's up? I'm well, I'm well. A blue with the West Coast like over there, man. I've been seeing the pictures, man, stomping with Valentine and the rest of them. Big things, big things. We marvin out here, man. We got to get you out here. KT the Arc Degree has to do the Hollywood Dakota series in LA. In Hollywood, you already know. know, Y'all got the the Richter scale bumping too, man. You you, you hear about the earthquake. Oh, no, nah, tell me something. Yeah, they, they they said that the Richter scale is, like, off the meters out in Cali right now. Like, the the needle is jumping. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder why, too, man. That's what happened when gods walk the earth, boy. Gods walk the earth. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? Nah, but I'm good, it man. Is, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm actually in transit uh, up to the Empire State as we speak, the urban jungle, um, you know, to yeah. do this live on Sonetta tomorrow. Yeah. And it's so funny because it's actually requested, and I, and I find it ironic that I go up there and I'm talking about God body and how you unleash your DNA and become all-powerful and People want to inquire what's so important about breaking down movies, but then Tarzan come out and everybody's like, "Yo, break that down, son." <laughs> you know how that is. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, sure. We could we could talk about the monkey people. I see y'all love talking about. Oh, they they love the monkey yeah. people. Boy. They love the monkeys, boy. I swear to God. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about some monkeys then, okay? Yeah, man. So, so it's like this. Have, have you have y'all checked it yet? Have y'all seen that thing yet? Not yet, man. Oh no, that's good. Don't be ashamed. Like the movie was horrible, you know. In my opinion, I thought it was super trash. You know what I'm saying? But it doesn't mean that um it didn't have like the information in there. It was definitely a history lesson. And let me tell you, the most profound moment. When I went to go see it was at the end of the film. I was in a theater, predominantly black. And it's probably maybe salt and pepper, Caucasians up in there, but it's definitely nothing but brothers and sisters up in the theater. When the movie ended, these mother lovers clapped. They clapped like something happened, son, because because Tarzan 
stop, stop, stop them from stealing the diamonds. And I'm like, y'all do know that they still up in Africa right now taking all types of shit, right? Like Started with the rubber. 51 fake out, man. Like, for real. Like, they just doodled on Leopold so everybody else could run up in there and take something. You know? But it was like it was horrible, man. Just some of the dialogue, the scenes, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a few of the things right now. First of all, um, and I and I got a chance to check out you, uh, Reggie and Sankofa, um, you know, at the um, at the, at the after at street the thing festival. in Brooklyn. Yeah, and um, Art Festival. Y'all, y'all went in. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. Big shout out to Reggie. He went in. You know what I mean? Sankofa went in. You went in as well. And one one and thing Supernova that Reggie Slum. said, yes, I said, oh, Supernova, that's right, that's right. Big shout out to him as well. Now, one thing that I noticed Reggie has said that I got to disagree with, though, is he said, if y'all go to the theater paying attention to Tarzan and Jane, you're a fool. And I have to, I have to, I have to second that. I have to let everybody know, no, you do want to pay attention to Tarzan. And Jane, when you watch that movie, because see, that's the key. And and what I mean by that is, it's as simple as this. Tarzan. Do you even know what Tarzan means? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Red and Blue. Do y'all know what Tarzan means? The etymology of Tarzan. The Tarzan's a bar. I don't know. Right. You would think tar means black, right? But let me tell you something. Tar means white and Zan means skin. Tarzan means white skin. Tarzan means white skin. All right? And that's from the mountain. Now that that's from the mind that's from the mind of Edgar Rice Burroughs, who's responsible for creating the, this character back in 1912. He's also the creator of John John Carter from Mars, who's 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 another Jesus Savior character that he created. Right now, not only does Tarzan mean white skin, but his actual surname. You know, when he found out who his family was, you know, he found out his name was John Clayton. Now, what does Clayton mean? Clayton means settlement of clay. Clay is clay, and ton means settlement. So we're talking about John. You know, you go into the Bible and look at John. We all know John is about the body. So we're talking about the flesh and blood. We're talking about the Adam. That's the same thing that John Carter of Mars was about, was about that, that, that form, the, 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 the flesh. You see what I'm saying? The atom. So we're we're talking about the flesh and blood white skin. But then you got to look at his origins, okay? His origins was really he didn't have a mother and a father. His mother and father was apes, so he was a knuckle dragger, okay? So we're talking Neanderthal straight up, you know? The reason why he killed the 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 son of Mbonga um, in the movie was apologizing to him when they was fighting at the end was because he was like he was like where was your honor like my son was doing a rice and pa- rice of passage it's part of our culture you didn't have no right 
killing him. And he was like, well, he killed my mother. So I just responded. But it was animalistic. He was pretty much telling him, yo, back then I was a savage. I was just savage. You know, that's why I killed your, your, your progeny and your offspring. You know what I'm saying? So he was raised by these apes. Now, the reason why he's swinging through the vines, remember, we got to keep in mind his name is Clayton. So it means clay settlement. So you got to keep in mind what the settlement is. And the settlement is the Congo, okay, which is a, is a lecture all on its own. So tomorrow, like, y'all don't even know where I'm going to be coming from. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I have no idea. But the Congo. So what's so special about the Congo? Well, the Congo has the most thickest, densest, unexplored rainforest jungle on the planet. In addition to that, the Congo people have preserved a a cosmology that is yet to be tainted as well within that land. Now, in the Congo, what is the forest, what is the jungle seen as? The forest and the jungle is seen as the spiritual realm. If you study the Congo, forest means spirit world. So what does that mean by having the white skin, flesh and blood knuckle dragger swinging through the spirit world? Huh? What are we talking about here? And why is his comrades a bunch of not just primates, not gorillas, because even when they called them gorillas in the movie, he was like, they're not gorillas. They called them great apes. This is the same great ape that certain people in the community want to say we originated from. So I guess this is a beautiful movie. There's some people that, that, that will remain nameless right now that, that should love this film because... <laughs> cause, cause it got it got it got their mom, mommy, and daddy up in there. <laughs> Every duty, you know what I'm saying? Now, now Tarzan. What what else was interesting about this movie, which was real whack, was the character George Washington Williams, who is a real person, who is a real individual. You see what I'm saying? And what this character was responsible for, supposedly, was coming into the Congo when King Leopold was enslaving all the Congolese and bringing the attention to the world that there was a slave trade going on in the Congo. Now, as y'all talked about when y'all were speaking with with Sarnette on Saturday, like, that was another, like, that was bullshit because he was invited he was contracted because Britain wanted to stay in power. Britain wanted to have their way. So they had to shit on Belgium in order for them to get their way. You see what I'm saying? But the only way for them to get over on Belgium was through morality, as they always do. You got to assassinate the character. So because slavery had just frequently been transferred from being on the field to being in the corporate world, and Belgium hadn't caught on, and Africa hadn't caught on to that, they put the spotlight on them to show just how beastly that they were. All right? Now, 
if George Washington Williams was the cat to do that, and that's a true historical record, why the hell would they put him in a goddamn movie with Tarzan? To show that the only reason why George Washington Williams was able to do that was because of a fictitious knuckle-dragger swinging through the goddamn trees. So, what does that mean in terms of Tarzan? You know what I'm saying? He must represent a symbol. He must represent where he comes from. Now, what's his name? I said his name was John Clayton, right? Yes. But what uh, what was his other name? Because Tarzan got three names. That's the other thing that stands out about the character. He got three names. What he got three names for? Huh? So he got a tribal name? He got three names. Give me one second because, like I said, I'm in transit up to New York. Mm-hmm. Give me one second. All right? No problem. No problem. All right. In the meantime, while y'all in the chat room, we'll do what is Tarzan's three name guest? The winner of this contest will receive a free Seymour Smithy Blue Pill. Be right, Blue. Yeah, we are working on Seven Heaven Seymour's distribution here on the West Coast in um, L.A. You know, um, nine out of ten times, we're going to be setting it off at Blessed Love, 1404 uh, Vernon. You know, so I will have it stocked hopefully by this weekend. You know what I'm saying? If not, first thing next week, earliest next week. You know what I mean? But People have requested it, so it is coming back to the West Coast, and the family needs it because of the Pacific Ocean and Fukushima. Yeah, you know, you're already. All right, I got some explosive interviews coming up. You know what I mean? Courtesy of people that are out here on the coast that I will be sitting down with throughout the week. I ain't gonna speak on it. But you're just gonna see them uploads. Oh yeah, no less TV family. Go to Phil T. Morland, our YouTube page. I'll drop the link and subscribe. Okay, we're gonna bring that. We bring in that. We bring in uh, the videos, the vlogs, the live streams back. They just lifted. We had a, I had a six month ban on my channel, so it's time to get busy. Um, look out for that, like Luke said. Peace, we'll be peace. bringing. Yeah. Yeah, my my apologies. No, no, don't gotta apologize, man. You good, you coochie. You know what I'm saying? So that's another thing. So if the movie's premise is trying to teach to show everybody that in the late 1800s that they had a meeting called the Berlin Conference where a bunch of savage, like. Barbarian. Barbaric. Like, I can go all day with the adjectives. But pretty much trying to say, a bunch of people that had no business talking about our land decided to sit down and divvy it up like a pizza pie during the game at college on on Friday night. They was like, yo, we're going to slice this thing up and give the slices away. So they're trying to tell a, a, a history lesson of how these fools divvied up our land 
they do have a black man in the in the narrative that they're trying to show brought the attention to the masses about the slavery. But in order to teach this lesson, they had to put they had to superimpose a fictitious monkey man in order for us to buy it. And who plays this character? Samuel L. Jackson. Why Samuel L. Jackson? Because Samuel L. Jackson is born December 21st. You see? He represents the solstice. He's the all-father. I talked about this all the time in Avengers because he plays Nick Fury. You see what I mean? But what, what, what really makes this thing so interesting about them picking Samuel L. Jackson to play this role in this Congo movie is because over the past three years, they have been building him up to deal with this particular energy. Because if we go back a little over a year ago, he his name was Valentine, which mm. I found was real interesting when he played in the movie Kingsman. And when he played in Kingsman, what was his role in Kingsman? Oh, he was giving away free information by way of what? The cell phone. So. And in order for him to initiate his 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 all plan, which was to utilize the frequency of the cell phones to turn everybody into a savage, he had hmm. Okay. Give the brother one second, his line dropped. Shall return any minute now. Yes, another thing, family, we have a typo on the flyer. The call-in number is 347-637-2135. One more time, 347-637-2135. That's the call-in number. So, yeah, let the brother, get the brother a second call back. My phone done dropped about four or five times, and I'm sitting still, and I'm still in the dead zone, you know, so I can imagine he's on the road. On them highways and them byways. Her. She already know. She already yeah. know. Salute to that brother for even being able to hold it down while in transit. You know what I'm saying? Because that is not a. You want to hold. <laughs> like, just keep in mind, family. Picture he's surrounded by a whole lot of people, you know, while he's going in. He has his own captive audience right now. You know. Indeed. So. And it's 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 standing there eleven o'clock, so I know them buses get once they get dark, everybody go to sleep. Oh no, they all knocked out. Know. It's pitch black on like, the fuck up. Nobody wanna hear that shit. You gotta regulate, like what? Shit. Don't get this work whether you know it or not. Yeah, you can't get this work. You get collateral work. Keep in mind too On the Sam Jackson uh, We're doing Sam Jack, Samuel Jackson sightings He was At the BET In New Jersey He didn't say anything Yes He didn't say anything Keep that in mind He got the lifetime of tea Could have got up there and danced You know He was was reminding me Say that again. He could have spit balls. He had a lifetime, yeah. 
I mean, he got he talks so greasy. He got a greasy mouth. You know what I'm saying? You know, Sam it Sam thanked a whole lot of Europeans and kept it moving. You know, he thanked a whole a whole bevy of them. I want to thank Sam. I mean, I want to thank uh, Adam Hauserwitz, Mr. Weinstein, Hugh Goldbergs. Yeah, thank you for keeping Django. that money coming and give me that give me that role in the Django. You know, he he was on his um <laughs> he was on his Durant. You know what I'm saying? He was on his Durant. Durant. He was on his Durant. You know what I'm saying? So they cut in yeah. the track. Get a war to die trying. Yeah, man. He's no dignity. Yeah, man. I, I see you have a lot of material up in the um in the YouTube universe. You wanna direct some of the family to some of your uh, intellectual Black News, yeah. Black News one oh two and Black Magic three six three out there in YouTube land. We had a great time this weekend capturing, you know, documenting the uh the energy and touching on a few narratives that definitely have been dominating the uh stream of consciousness currently, such as the Jesse Williams, not what he said, but more so about colorism, more so about this quote-unquote one-drop rule, and more so about my biracial people, because people got upset when I said mulatto, and I apologize if if I upset anyone. You know, I haven't been outside in a while. I didn't know that that wasn't the word to use. I didn't know. You know, people got offended when they heard mulatto. Yeah, I got to go PC on them, biracial, okay, family? I'm not going to say Oreo. I'm not going to say mulatto. I'm not going to use, because if those are derogatory terms, that is not what I'm trying to talk about. I have, quote, unquote, biracial friends. You know what I mean? You know, I have no problem with anybody. I don't set trip off of color, okay? The whole spectrum of colors that our people come in, I love all of us. Facts, all right? Got some light-skinned babies. So I'm not tripping on no color. I ain't tripping on none of that. You know what I mean? I'm the one who goes on record saying at the end of the day, it really boils down to your frequency, your state of mind, your character, and a lot of other things that have nothing to do with whether you're copper tone or if you have heavy melanin coats on your on your skin because we all know that it's the frequencies, we all know that it's our mind state, we all know that it's the spirit that's within that dictates the character, the integrity, and the actions of our people, okay? So I'm not here to divide and point fingers and do none of that stuff. So if there was any misunderstandings about the video that I did with Brother Rich, I already put the disclaimer out there, you know, put it out there. But it's it is the narrative. So if the narrative makes you uncomfortable, if you don't want to talk about it, because it seems as if if somebody doesn't come on film or on on the radio and they're in complete total praise of this brother and everything that he did and everything that he said and everything that he stands for, if we're not voting for his ass on the ticket with Hillary. Then all of a sudden, you know, oh, they mad because the ladies are feeling him and all of this stuff, when the conversation doesn't even go into that realm. Nobody's, nobody's saying anything. What we're saying is that it's interesting 
the way that we're able to take the temperature of our people is when hot-button topics like that pop up and then we're able to take uh, a toll. That's what, you know, the social media, you could you could data collect. You could collect a lot of data, you know what I'm saying, on social media. So when you see a lot of people become outraged and it becomes a trending topic and you read all of these articles from uh, Atlanta Black Star and all of these other places like Afropunk.com, they're like, all right, well, now it's time to talk about it. We could talk about a lot of things, but when there's a hot-button topic in the community where we could educate the family, we could build, why not? Why not? That's what we're going to do because we are the media. So we're going to touch on that, and it's been touched, okay? So shout-out to everybody who um, shared. Shout-out to Supernova. Shout-out to Herman Smalls. Shout-out to Brother Reggie. Um, shout out to Sa. Shout out to everyone who shared some wisdom and shined some light on the thing. And we also talked about Tarzan from an aspect, you know, and things of that nature. Brother yeah, Reggie, I heard, some real, I heard some real mm-hmm. interesting dialogue. I didn't hear everything that was mm-hmm. said. I, I was hearing some interesting dialogue. I was hearing Brother Herman Small speak about character and not mm-hmm. just being clothed in a uniform of consciousness, you know, some real interesting topics um, because these are things that I hear when I'm out out and about and abroad, you know, traveling the country. So I'm, I'm glad that that conversation is being had and it's resonating. But um, let's go back and open up our brother's line. He's back in the building. All right. All right. So no further ado, call it from the 492. Yo. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah, that line dropped. That line dropped. So good. Yeah, man. So so we're dealing with a situation here where they're trying to indoctrinate the next generation with this garbage, you see. So as So as they admit to the youth their savagery and their whole garbage style, you see what I'm saying? They put this entity there that that has this savior type vibe to him, you know. So I'm li- I'm in the theater. I'm I'm hearing folks laugh. I'm hearing the snickering, and then like I said, the applause at the end, like it's a brainwash. And this is what I keep trying to tell everybody. So when everybody's saying I'm wasting my time trying to let people know what's going on in these movies and what's going on in these films. I keep reiterating the fact that I'm not talking to your limited thinking ass. So please turn the channel and go on about your business. I'm talking to your little brother. I'm talking to your son. I'm talking to your niece and your nephew. Because guess what? While you up looking at Sonetta or you studying your books or you at your organization pumping your fists, your son, your daughter, your niece, your cousin, they at the theater. Or they online watching watching the download and getting programmed. So I have to be out here giving this information, breaking this stuff down on different types of levels, because somebody has to neutralize and break down this spell that's going on, because that's exactly what this movie is. It's another spell. The first scene of the movie is... A, a it's a black screen and they're explaining what the premise of this film is about and they don't say nothing about Tarzan in there they say 
in the late 1800s, there was a Berlin conference where a bunch of European powers decided to, to, to divide Africa up amongst each other without Africa being at the table. Now, after they showed that, the opening scene, once again, had nothing to do with Tarzan. It had everything to do with um um with with Rom, which was uh played by um the brother mm-hmm. from from um from Django, Christoph Waltz, who who if you follow his career, he's always playing a Nazi. He's always playing uh, a character like that. So we- this guy. This guy, this guy who he's playing, Rom, who was pretty much a do-boy for King Leopold because King Leopold was losing money and getting bankrupt. He needed to find these diamonds or whatever so he can, he can fund this 20,000 um, troop army to come up in there and, like, shut everything down. He's also a real character. Like I said, everybody in this movie were real characters except for Tarzan and Jane. Rom Rom was Rom was so was so garbage with his style. This cat had had gallows outside of his facility where he lived at. And for those of you who don't know what a gallow is, a gallow is that structure that they build when they hang a nigga. So when you watch all the movies back in the day and they got the steps and the and the little wooden floorboard and you see the people lined up getting ready to get hung those are called gallows he had one of them next to his house so this was a real person so this is the first character we're getting introduced to in the movie and he's walking through Africa the only reason why he knows where to go in Africa with his mercenaries behind him unfortunately is because you got three Moors leading him through Africa. And the reason why I say they were three Moors was because they had the feathers on their head. Now, where were they taking them? They were taking them to a chief, Chief Mbunga. Chief Mbunga was the, the, the character that was played by Jimon Hansu, who we all know from Amistad, Blood Diamond, and we all know who, 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 who G-Mon is. He was in Guardians of the Galaxy, you know. But he plays a, a tribal leader, a, a really a, a panther priest, because there's Wakanda all throughout this movie. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole other story. You know, I'll talk about tomorrow. But when he, when he, when he, when he comes into Africa, they get surrounded by, by the tribesmen. These dudes are serious. I'm talking about everybody's like 6'5", 230, 240. Swole. They ready. But, see, you got to look at the psychology that's played. And what happens next? There's a meeting between Mbunga and Rom. And Rom wants diamonds. And Bonka wants Tarzan because he killed his son. So he offers him the resources of Africa in exchange for delivering 
Tarzan to delivering the white skin to him. Now, when when I was done, one of the one one of his um um one of the the, the tribesmen, this was one of the, the bigger cats. He was probably you know six seven cats, about three hundred pounds. Got the game face on. He ain't playing. He walks up the rom like, yo, I'm about to do you. You would think that he would do him, but guess what happened? Rom didn't pull out a gun. Christoph Waltz didn't pull out no knife or no bat or no bomb. No, he pulled out his rosary. You know them rosary beads that, 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 that the Catholics used to pray with? Yeah, he pulled out his rosary. Why the rosary? Because they're trying to tell you how they defeated you. And he takes the rosary out and pulls it, and there's 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 Madagascar um, um, spider silk inside, which is a, 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 it's, it's almost like um, um, a, a nano a nano wire, super strong and resilient. And he thing around homeboy and chokes him out, and he drops. He drops like like nothing. He drops like he was not six six three hundred pounds. So what was that moment about? Why did they start the movie off with a cat that was twice the size of this dude coming up in Africa, but he was able to drop him? But what did he drop him at? He dropped him with his rosary. He dropped him with his religion. You get it? What did the chief do when dude got dropped? He didn't do nothing. He just looked at him. What does that do to a mind? What does that do to the brain? Once again, neurocinematics. Red Pill told you all about that when we went into um, 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 Straight Out of Compton and, 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 and a couple other ones that we did. He introduced that concept to the masses, the fact that there are scientific studies that have proven to what degree movies influence the mind. And they found out that when people sit in these theaters, they actually go through the experience. So what are they subliminally suggesting to the audience when they open up a film like that? Undefeatable. You know? Oh, yeah. The undefeatable. One hundred foot tall European. That's right. Because Almighty, the chosen race, by, the chosen ones. By by Tarzan saving the day, that still says that they're the chosen one. Because we were not able to help ourselves. With all those resources, let me tell you, this cat was not only rolling up on the lions. He was able to talk to all the animals. He was able to make the sounds of the birds. He 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 called. They actually re they actually reenacted a scene from the Lion King at the end of the movie. The climax of the film was the Lion King when Mufasa got killed. They reenacted that. Anybody who saw Tarzan and is my age or somewhere in my age group. If they did not pick that up, their subconscious did. Because everybody knows 
how deep they was affected by that wildebeest scene in the gorge in the Lion King when Mufasa got thrown up in there. James Edward Jones played the voice because he's Darth Vader. He's 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 King Joffrey Jopher. He represents royalty and power. And he got tossed in by Jeremy Irons, the set character, into the the casket-shaped gorge that the wildebeest was stampeding through. Well, he called the same stampede, and they still had James dangling like Mufasa was dangling. They had the whole thing lined up, just like the Lion King. KT, when you go in tomorrow and you touch on the modern-day movies, please, by all means, touch on what it did to the parents, what it did to our grandparents, the original Tarzan. Oh, no, no, no. We most most, most definitely going to talk about that, that original we most definitely, that's why I started off talking about the etymology of his name. You see what I'm saying? We got to talk about the etymology of his name. Every time we okay. say Tarzan, we're saying white skin, which means there's, there's no argument about what we're watching and what we're talking about because it's, it's in the word. You see? So... <clears throat> So they had they they had they had that element going up in there, and 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 the reason why um, um, they would utilize the Lion King because you know some some people who 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 understand that these films have underlying messages in there have come to the conclusion that the Lion King is the story of the source said Heru, no doubt. But Lion King is also the story of of Sunjata. Who, who was literally called the Lion King. And it was a child that was born that was like destitute and handicapped and, and, and looked at as a gimp and weak. And as the child grew up, became this strong, amazing warrior. By him playing that scene at the end of the movie, it's going to make you look at him and see him as the Lion King. Why would they do this? I don't know. Maybe because in the next two years, there's going to be a real Lion King called T'Challa, the Black Panther in Wakanda. So, see, they're prepping the children's minds so that they're not able to accept the fact that there's a black African king that's the true Lion King. problem that I had in this movie was the fact that they was in Africa. This dude grew up with primates and apes and all that type of stuff. He knows the jungle. He could talk to all types of animals, right? So why when people getting hurt, why when people getting damaged, why when people getting cut and everything like that, they're still dealing with like straight basic things in regards to helping them with healing and health. He got a cut. They were using the heads of ants in order to close up the gash. You're in the Congolese rainforest. You mean to tell me that there ain't no plant, herb, or anything up in that thick-ass jungle that y'all want to talk about? No, y'all going to decapitate ants and use that in order to close up a stitch. 
And then when you eat the ant, what did they compare the ant to? Oh, it tastes just like bacon. That was the second pork reference. The first pork reference that they made was when uh, George Washington Williams was trying to convince Tarzan to go back to Africa. Like, but listen to this. Let me say this again to y'all who, who might not be listening. When the movie started off, Tarzan was not in Africa. Tarzan was in Europe in his place. It was all gray and dull and sullen. He didn't want to be there. And it was a black man that tried everything in his power to convince Tarzan that he needs to go back to Africa. Ain't that deep. And when he when he was telling him to go back to Africa and he explained how easy easy it was, he said, easy as a ham sandwich. So he he talked about ham sandwich, he talked about bacon. That's also subliminal in the movie because they ain't sitting around breaking bread eating nothing. So the only time that they talk about any type of food or anything that's going inside the body when someone's damaged and the person's trying to be healed, they're talking about bacon. They're talking about ham. They're talking about the pig. I'm sitting in this movie, and it took everything in me not to walk out. Not because I was just getting so frustrated. The movie was just whack. It was just garbage. Matter of fact, they didn't even film in Africa. They filmed the whole movie in Europe. All that, all that, that stuff we see in is all green screen. They're like, we don't, we don't even need y'all no more. We, we could, we could, we could virtually be African. Y'all don't want to be African. We will. Now the funny thing about the Berlin Conference is that when we look at the Black Panther in the comic books, Panther came about because his father was assassinated after attending the Bilderberg Conference. (laughs) Marvel actually called the same meeting that was in Tarzan or the same meeting that really occurred in the late 1800s, instead of calling it the Berlin Conference, they called it the Bilderberg Conference. Why would they call it the Bilderberg Conference? Um, red and blue, who's the Bilderberg group? What 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 what's relevant about Bilderberg? It's good at the Illuminati. Oh my goodness. Okay. So that's their way of letting you know that the col- the colonial powers that were sitting around a table divvying up Africa was not just a bunch of heads of state that was like, yo, we're gonna like just use some resources. No, there was a bigger agenda at hand that was occurring, that was going on. You see what I'm saying? So, like I said, movie started off with the film, with 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 the director, with the producers conveying a message to the people, and that message was, y'all, yo. Over a hundred years ago, we decided to divvy <laughs> to divvy the land up. You know what I'm saying? And and then they went into the whole thing about the slave trade, which that's another deep thing because there's a lot of controversy 
in 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 us coming into the know now about what really was going on with the slaves because we was always told that you know everybody was snatched up from Africa, thrown on ships, and came over here. But we know that's not true anymore. We know we was already over here. We know we was already in South America. We was already in the Caribbean, Mexico. You know, and speaking of Mexico, George Washington Williams was not innocent. Okay? In Pennsylvania, right after freedom uh, came about up there, he ended up joining in the Civil War, fought in the Civil War, and was killing his own people. And not only was killing his own people, went ahead and jumped into the Mexican War to fight Maximilian. So we thinking that all the people of color that's over here came over here because the white man brought us here, because Tarzan brought us over here. But that's not true. We was already here. And a lot of, of slave trade was occurring within Africa and from Africa to Europe. So that was another thing that they were showing with that, how the slave trade was occurring within Africa. And it's still going on right now, but right now it's the youth. So we're wondering why the youth is buck wild right now over here because they're, 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 they're partners in arms. They're, they're, they're resonant cousins while they're up here slipping out in school and on the news and all that buck wild because they're standing on unstable ground because they were not provided a proper structure in their paradigm. Their cousins over there in Africa are enslaved mining coltan. Now, for those of y'all who don't know what coltan is, I'll go more in detail about it tomorrow. Coltan is a natural mineral of the earth. When you hear about unobtainium and, and Avatar, you know, and in other movies like that, even when we get into the vibranium, when we get into Wakanda, this coltan is a key ingredient in all of our cell phones because in order for our cell phones to work, they need capacitors. They need capacitors that are able to store charge, uh, amplify and store charge enough so that the phone can continue to work because it can't just depend on the battery. It has to stay on. It has to do all these functions. Well, this mineral that's able to make these capacitors, that's able to make these cathode and anode for the capacitors, these plates, are mined in the Congo by the youth. We talking seven, eight, nine, ten years old. And if they try to take the coltan or if they don't perform properly, they get their hands cut off as a child. We talking iPhones, we talking computers, we talking all types of stuff, man. So it's it's bringing the attention back to the motherland again. Everything, everything, okay? This is a uh, digital tablet, phone, computer world right now, all right? That's right. All of that stuff requires minerals. All that. Your sacred motherland in order to operate. Okay, right. America, uh, uh, Africa is fueling the world at this particular point. The digital revolution, you know, out here in California, 
They're running all of their gentrification programs are being run through technology, through them establishing Silicon Valley hubs all around the communities, and these are pushing our people, you know, off the ledge. And all of that shit is being, you know, those particular industries are all being funded and fueled by sacred minerals that are coming out of our motherland. That's right. The evolution will be digitized. The evolution will be digitized. We talked about that. And um, we just gave the family a heads up and was like, listen, you know, don't ever say that anything technology, don't put European or white man and technology in the same sentence. You know, please, you're denationalizing yourself. You are taking away your divinity. You're, You're giving something away. Like, the wave of technology was... It was started in Africa, it was started in Asia, and also in India. That whole region is responsible. The European is a merchant. He got on late, but he's utilizing the ignorance or the, you know, the the, the non-resourcefulness of Negroes or his consumer base in America, just Americans, period, to be the biggest consumer market for these products. But as we all know, technology is five years ahead overseas, and that's for that's because they're five years ahead, because they are the innovators of that. And if you look at your, um, every, if, if you pay attention, when you look at Africa right now, they are the innovators. They're the disruptors. They are breaking records. They're making. There's a there's a young African man that made a airplane out of scraps. They are still diving into their DNA, their ancestral DNA. We are they are where they're mathematicians and scientists and engineers genetically, like in their blood. And they're demonstrating right now. So what Blue Pill is saying is so right and exact. Social entrepreneurism, family, look it up. Be a part of the future. Be a part of the change. Utilize the fact that there's money on the table to teach children that are at risk or the youth just youth development period. There's billions of dollars waiting on the table. If that's what you want to take, you want to get, the, you know, you want to get the money that's available. If you want to create your own, there's no excuses right now because we are definitely going to be a part of the uh, um, analog world in a minute. Looking real crazy. The only thing niggas will have is a smartphone. And see, that's because the knowledge of our environment we're so disconnected from. I spend so much time talking about health, talking about the body, talking about the trees and nature, because, see, when we think of nature, we've been brainwashed into into thinking it's primitive, like going back to the Stone Age when the, the natural elements are the keys to the highest forms of technology. In order for any highly advanced technological device to work, it needs particular minerals in order to allow the electrons and the vibrations and the frequencies to do the particular work it needs to do to fuel the the dynamo that you're using. So Africa is the only continent that is not dependent on imports. It's all exports. That creates everything. So in us digging into the earth, into Africa, we don't know what type of minerals are inside that soil that will allow us to do the things that we need to do. 
we're 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 really in we're in the stone age as a people right now in relation to what our possibilities are that lie within that land. And we have to return back to those ways. You know? So this movie, this movie, like I said, is nothing more. And it's funny because I, I heard uh, Brother Sankofa speak of the quote in the paper where the quote was, this movie makes Birth of Nations look like a civil rights epic. Now, why would they use the term Birth of the Nation, civil rights, when there's the Birth of the Nation movie with that turn about to come out? When we already know what the civil rights movement was really about, why would they use those terms? Because the same way that they use Birth of the Nation as propaganda, they're also using this film as propaganda for a new generation. And it's so off the chain with the visuals, you see, that it's going to indoctrinate people with them not even knowing it. And I know it because I saw it, because these people stood up and clapped like something happened. Because they just saw the scene of the Lion King again, and it made them feel good. Oh yeah, and 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 then they also they also they also was hyped when it was a year later, and <laughs> they in the African village, all all the beautiful African women are singing, dancing, and they come out the hut. They about twenty feet, and you like, oh man, what's popping? What's going on? And they open up, and you look in the arms of the black woman, and what's in the arms of the black woman is a white baby. That was the end of the movie. Now, the funny thing about that is, you know, looking at it on the surface, oh, yeah, Tarzan and Jane, you know, they got together, they had a baby. And they in Africa, the tribesmen delivered it. My thing is, hey, dude, didn't you come up with a bunch of gorillas? You telling me you ain't never witnessed birth? Just out in the jungle with the gorillas before? You should have been up there with Jane pulling that baby out. No, of course not. That makes too much sense. They wanted to end the movie with the black woman holding the white baby in her arms because they were in Africa, and that is the motherland. And they end the movie with the mother nurturing the white skin. I hate to be so brief, but like I said, I'm on this bus, and I know my signal's gonna get so gonna get choppy soon. So I didn't know if there were any hands up. We wanted to let anybody in, or y'all wanted to get in on the conversation and carry it for a while. But I know my signal about to get choppy real soon, and I don't want to like be going in and then I'm in and out and dropping. I think yeah. This is a perfect segue for what you're going to be presenting in entirety tomorrow. This is why you're traveling. This is why you do what you do. You don't get paid to do this. You're doing it out of the love for bringing this dialogue to the family, you know what I'm saying, so they can have a better coherent understanding so they could just not be programmed when they sit in front of the team. So if anybody in the audience has any questions, 
comments or concerns pertaining to this film, all right, now is the time to press one on your phone. You can dialogue with the good brother, or the good brother will be making his way up to New York City, and he will be doing this live on the couch or signing at the studio, Black News 102, tomorrow. Do you know what time you're going on? Do you know what channel um, you're going to be in particular? Well, you know, you know, you know how Cy is. You know, one minute sign at the studios, and then it'll be Black News 102. So what I would, I, what I would let everybody know, this, this is perfect how you said that. So now I can kind of give my information out. Um, I'm KT the Arch Degree on Instagram, and I'm Kamani Tate on Facebook. So I will be posting um, the time on there. More than likely, it's going to be like two o'clock. So I would say everybody be ready at at two p.m. And it will it will either be on Sidenet Studios or Black News 102 or YouTube. Um, if anybody is interested in my other uh, previous titles, I have a, a, a long uh, list of, of decoders on No Ledge Radio. Y'all can go on the archive and check. But if you do want to support me and, and, and what I do and, and my, my family, you can go to HollywoodDecoded.com or you can go to ktthearchdegree.com, and I have um, my Hollywood Decoded DVDs on there so you can see, and, and it has, you know, my slideshow, it has animation, pictures, you know, where I can really drive the point home. So, it, you know, it's, it's pretty entertaining. Um, so, like I said, I'm, I'm ktthearchdegree on Instagram, I'm Kamani Tate on Facebook, and um, you can find me on YouTube under ktthearchdegree as well. Lastly, I like to let everybody know on July 30th in the blackest city. This is not Tarzan City. <laughs> this is anti-Tarzan City, the city of Detroit, Michigan. I, um, along with Minister Inky, uh, and a lot of and a long list of in- individuals are going to be talking on the matters of health and wellness at the Black Health Conference. I'm going to say that again. We've been talking about a health conference for a while now. Ain't nothing popped off yet because people want to talk about other things. Well, my brother Keith, Info Keith, finally got everybody together, and we're going to be doing a Black Health Conference on July 30th in Detroit, Michigan at Davos V Museum. So, like I said, flyer is on my Instagram and my Facebook page. You know, we'll be doing more promo as time gets closer, so please listen out for that. I hope everybody's able to come out and check that out. Um, but with that being said, um, you know, y'all can open up the lines. Indeed. I- I'm looking at a few names on that lineup, man. I I don't know why I ain't get the phone call. I'm trying to scratch my head, trying to figure this thing out. Like, you got who on the bill? Okay. Welcome to welcome welcome to the club. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> welcome to the club, brother. Yeah, hold on, I gotta let it clip I get that on, all man. the time. I'm you know. I gotta let but it you clip better be here. I got one more. I got I got one more thing to say. I, I forgot. This is the biggest thing for everybody. First of all, y'all gonna have to. I need y'all. I need a. I need a um a, a pre a pre-bomb drop before I say this. Can y'all drop a bomb for me real quick? Pre-bomb? Yeah, I need a pre-bomb. I don't know if y'all ever did a pre-bomb before. 
I think I want the first three balls. Alright, the reason why I had them drop the pre-bomb is because, you know, it might not be much, but due to Brother Rich giving me a 15-minute interview after I did X-Men Decoded in Brooklyn, I ended up doing 120,000. You know what I'm saying? I I, I, I crossed that hundred. I, I, I crossed, I crossed that 100,000 mark, that 100,000 mark in a week. It, you know, you know what I'm saying? about it because I, I, I can't relay the feeling of, of, of going viral to people, and they think that the shit is egotistical, you know, when I'm explaining to, you know, when I do have to or when I do choose to explain myself to people, you know, I say, look, because they're like, yo, man, you know, people are acting like it's all about the views. I'm like, look, man, if you have something that you're passionate about, that you want to share with the world, you know, and there's a platform and a forum that's created to do that, there's no better feeling than saying, yo, my message is a multitude of people because when I see 100,000, I know, you know, computationally, that's about a million people. You feel me? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Look. When you look at media and television, do you know what media and television success is based on? It is based on views. See, we don't understand YouTube is the free cable network. We keep talking about media and we got to have our own, and that's true. But the people are able to utilize the media now. That's what views are. It's not about ego and how much someone likes you. No, it's viewership because if you're dealing with media and you're dealing with a program that you're broadcasting or you're airing, you need viewership. So that's what that is. You know what I'm saying? So I'm 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 glad that my 15 minutes of fame was with X-Men Decoded, where I was telling people the data X-Men and how to unlock their their dormant genetic strands. You see? That's right. And and, and the other announcement I like to make is that the DVD is complete. I got it with me. I will have it in New York when I get up there to sign that. So for anybody who's looking to see the full-length presentation that I got a chance to edit and put the extra juice on it, extra gravy on it, you know, make sure y'all holler at me. KT the Arch Degree on YouTube. Love, uh, uh, love Green Life at Gmail. You know, if y'all want to hit me on the email. Um, y'all can text me, call me, 404-492-2026. You know, you can message me on Facebook, Kamani Tate, if y'all need that, boy. And I'm and I'm going to announce my, my, my 24-hour promotion, you know, for the first people that want that DVD. It's going to be at a discounted rate. So just to let everybody know, because a lot of people were asking, where's the full-length version? Are you done with the DVD? Can I get it? I got it. It's done. You know what I'm saying? So I will have that with me when I'm presenting tomorrow as well. Can I get into this viral thing real quick? Just to add a few, no, no, few no, please, a little please, bit of data So what it, what it means so we could remove, I don't, you know, we're just saying this family, you know, just in case, because I don't really hear too much about, oh, well, yes, I do. <laughs> you know, you go viral, you know, 
niggas start falling apart and everything. Like, that's not the aim of the game. To be in front of an audience, you know, to speak to an audience. When I was doing my research, one of the highlights when I was reading about Marcus Garvey was the fact that he spoke at the garden. It was like, Garvey at the garden? Damn, I wish I could have been there. And I recall doing research on the capacity of yeah, man. the garden. Back in the day, yeah, back in the day, there was no, no such thing. I mean, being in the garden now means that <laughs> you done made it. You know what I'm saying? So what, Nigga, so what was the garden back in the 1920s, son? Well, remember, that was the boxing capital. That was where the fights took place, you know, the greatest show on earth and things of that nature. Right. But I remember doing research on the capacity of both the garden and also the Barclay Centers because a few years ago there was some talk in the community about doing a grand event where we were going to bring forth the meeting of the masters and the elders. We were going to, we were looking at the garden and I went into the capacity because we were trying to calculate or computate the returns that one, you know, will be able to make and what, what it would take. And it came back that the capacity of Mar- Mar- Madison Square Garden was 18,000. I was like, wait a minute, this can't be right. Then I went over to the Barclay Centers because I know that this was a new stadium and said 18.5. So I was like, damn, you know, in order to sit in front of a captive audience, like, you know, hold on a minute. Yeah, yeah, so man. It was just right? loud. Nah, I didn't want it to be too loud as an overhead train. But you know, we see, you know, in order to stand in front of this captive audience where you're speaking, I watch basketball games and I see, I listen to the crowd roaring and I see the multitudes of people wearing the same color. You know, we will, we will rock you, and they do the wave and all of this stuff. That's eighteen thousand family. Now there's been videos on Rich's channel with our good brother, the King of Viral, Professor Griff, A.K.A. You know, <laughs> that's viral. <laughs> he go viral without even thinking about yeah. it. Viral is my middle name. Yeah, exactly. So I'm saying, and res- just put it in. Put it in those regards, family. Put it in that respect. I remember when one of your videos went 200,000 on Blog Talk, KT, one of your decoded back in the days. So you do have a captive. And, and when we say, when I'm making these comparisons to the guard, and people would be like, what that got to do with anything that's being done on YouTube? Niggas are just talking. I'm saying, oh, you obviously, you must have forgot when you was watching videos, family, that when people engage, and the process of watching the videos and learning from the videos and, you know, going in and, you know, uh, binging on videos, the audience is very captive. Like, some people have pins and pads out. And usually it's not just one person watching the video. So sometimes you have to add that number times two. Okay? So to be able to like KT said, this is free cable. People are like, yo, you're in the movies or you're on TV. I didn't grasp it at first, but I get it now. You feel me? 
So salute to everything that you're doing, man. I, I was looking at your numbers the other day on Rich, and I was so proud for you. You know, I was so proud because I know that you came to New York that night. You put in a lot of work in Nicholas, you know what I mean, to do what you had to do. You know, the family that came out, salute to everybody that came out to support you. And then you were able to get in front of 100,000 people that same day to get your message out. You know, and that's what this is about. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully somebody walked out of that, walked away from that video, and they activated those Super Hey Rule powers. Oh, yeah. Look, so let me tell that, you. That's and, an and I'm going to touch that. No, that's true. And before I finish the thought, keep yeah, in mind, family. It's, it's, it's true, too, because I've I been just, getting all these. No doubt. I would love for you to build one day on the power of the collective consciousness. Let him finish. Let me finish the sentence. Please finish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, I was going to say on, I've been getting all of these messages on Instagram. People have been sending me videos of youth that are doing like miraculous feats, like at playgrounds and, and, and like areas where they're able to do like, like a, a ninja warrior type stuff. They sent me this clip. Uh, this this cat, he had to be maybe 13, and he was standing on, he was in the playground, and you know, the playground got the area where the slides are that are elevated, right? And then usually yeah. they have like a fake roof, you know what I'm saying, where it looks like a house? He's standing on top of the roof, so it's like 20 feet almost, right? Mm-hmm. This dude just standing there, just chilling. And this dude just backflips off the goddamn thing and lands on his feet like it was nothing. You already know. They out there. So Cat's been sending me all these pictures of, of, of people that are doing, like, miraculous feats because they're, they're hearing what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to tell, I'm trying to tell all of y'all, man, we are electromagnetic beings. We are made of waves. <laughs> For the fact that we're molecules and we're atoms, we're nothing but energy, and most of an atom is nothing but space. We're nothing but vibrations and energy. So if we're nothing but vibrations and energy and our environment ain't nothing but vibrations and energy, then it's all about trying to learn the resonant frequencies between the two things so that they can be manipulated. And how do you do that? You do that through the proteins, through the hormones, through the enzymes that are inside your body. But you're not producing those things because you got your DNA on lock right now. This is what, what Valentine was talking about when he said the light code lockdown. So what you have to do is figure out how to unlock your DNA again, okay? And you do this through your histones. You know, so that's why I've been so um, um, aggressive and assertive with the narrative and the dialogue on the histones, the DNA, the chromosomes, and the chromatin, because that's the key. Plus, Blue, you just posted the article last week, or pretty much a couple days after I did the decoded, where I put up on the screen a DNA that was shaped like a pyramid and talked about, I've been talking about how histones 
folds up your DNA, and depending on how it folds up depends on how it's read and what you're able to do, meaning it's, it's informational based on geometry. But then I took it a step further by showing the shape on the screen, and then a few days later the article hit where scientists admitted that that junk DNA, that extra DNA, that there's a whole extra layer of information encoded in DNA. And when you read the article and find out how it's encoded, it's encoded based upon how the DNA is folded up by the histone. Look, man, look. So many people been running up on me on weekends. This is what X-Men Decoded is about, though, just so y'all know. That's what I'm talking about on there. So many people that run up to me, you know, and they say that they listening to every episode with their children, so I'm going to try to keep the profanity to a minimal. But I'll be oh, goddamned. Okay. I am subscribed to a few different science sites. Science Alert is one of them. But I got a few different science sites that I'm signed up to. Every time this brother comes on this program and speaks about anything pertaining to science, Every time he does a Hollywood decoded, God damn it, the science yep. community comes out with findings that correlate exactly what he's saying. Every time it never fails. Sometimes it's the next day, but it's always within a week or two weeks. I kid you and I sit you now. I hope you're saving all of the stuff that I tag you in because I can't grab oh, yeah. all of it myself. But you Yo, got to do a follow I think it's up. Rosenberg. I think it's Rosenberg. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> show these folks You gotta I think, you gotta Rose, I think Rosenberg is behind this man. Gotta Yeah Harry might be behind it You gotta show them with the, uh, with the small hats And the white robes are saying That's the only way they're gonna get it and believe it You know what I'm saying No doubt but the white, No doubt. They, they on KT Hills man Harry Rosenberg showed you that You know what I'm saying If man. they up in the hills of Israel You know jacking for beats so, you say what you want. You know what I mean? I know that this brother got that futuristic information. He got the way super-duper future. So, let's do this. Like we said, we are going to go to the phone lines. Any questions, comments, or concerns pertaining to tonight's topic, you can raise your hand, press one on your phone, and you will be brought into the call queue. Let's go to the first caller. Caller from the 251. Five three three. I can hear the natives getting ready for some more. Peace. Uh, this is DJ Four Moon out of Mobile, Alabama. Peace, brother. What's good? Uh, I thought y'all was giving a pre for uh for KT for the Black Panther role uh, in the movie. Did you qualify that, bro? Say say that again. And I thought y'all was giving a pre for KT for the uh the movie for the Black Panther role. Did you get that, KT? The black. What about the Black Panther? Did you go uh, for the you know for the role and doing casting calls and alone? Yo, yo, I tell you, you want to know something that's real strange? What's that? It's funny you ask that because today, like around what time was it? I think it was around like two o'clock, right? I got a call that came in. I didn't identify the number. I answered the number, and it's a recording. And the recording says, yes, we got reason to believe that you're interested in the casting call. You should call uh, this number in order to have your headshot. Da-da-da-da. Now, they didn't say nothing about Black Panther. 
But I was like, why is somebody calling me up with a pre-recording telling me that I need to be calling this casting call agency in order to see whether or not I want to be like an extra or something like that? But that happened to me today. So that's funny you asked me that because I, I had me an interesting, you know, situation today when that happened. Well, 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 you know, I'm calling tonight. Uh, it, it ain't actually my smooth. I, I haven't seen the Tarzan yet, but uh, Ray built on it. But uh, if, if y'all could kind of speak on, and I, I'm kind of, I, I know that. Have y'all heard about the Mike Moore shooting? Have anyone had before today? The who? Mike Moore. Uh, he was a 19 year old guy. He got uh killed by police down there about two weeks ago. Uh, right. And, it, and it's been covered up. There ain't been a no, you know, no media like y'all. You know, uh, this would be the first time anybody ever heard about it on the media, you know, that I know uh, outside of Alabama. I'm not sure if they touched on it at the top of the show or, like, on Friday because I know they go over the current events. That's usually what they do when they start to show off. Did y'all touch on that yet? No, I don't believe so. We, okay. uh, we were just speaking about, you know, a wild cool came forward with the astrological, cosmological information that speaks to the uptick of violence that we have been seeing by way of, and he spoke about the fact that there have been more of these particular um, incidents that have been reported this year than in previous years. So we didn't speak any, we didn't speak about specifics, so. Well, I sent the info in the uh, Facebook, and uh, if y'all can, please, you know, look into it. And, like I said, they, they're really covering it up. And, you know, besides with Harambe, they come the eighth, and uh, Le- LeBron, and Stephen Curry, and, you know, Kevin Durant has it, been kind of, you know, forgotten about. So, but uh, appreciate y'all, brother. But that, that's all I really want to, you know, uh, this, this kind of uh, – speak on that and uh definitely uh, appreciate y'all man. Appreciate you as well. We're gonna definitely look more into that particular story. Brother Michael Moore. Um yeah. Alright, All right. peace. Alright. Peace God. Yes indeed. Uh the brother K T his line just dropped. He texted me, he said he's gonna call right back. In the meantime, let me bring the brother Wow, cool on real quick, and uh, he might have some commentary pertaining to this particular case. Peace. Call it from the 516. Wow, cool, you there? Peace. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Brother must have stepped away for a second. But um, I'm going to give KT a minutes to call back and if not I guess we're going to call it a night because he is on a bus and I don't know if the reception got extra tricky at this point but always we thank the family for showing up Right? we ask you that you uh, download this episode, you share it with your friends your family, your loved ones those you want to get this information to the most you know if your parents on the phone, especially your children, you know what I'm saying? Break it down and dissect it yourself and, uh, you know, give it to them in bits and pieces. Learn the information yourself or related or just sit them in front of the whole episode and let them get the vibes, all right? So we want to thank you again. 
uh, for the Kentucky family. Like you said, we'll be out there in the July. All right. Of course, we'll be posting more information pertaining to that. Getting these flyers on the social media, informing y'all. We also are coming to Connecticut in August. That's coming up as well. All right. Um, I'm still out here on the West Coast. West Coast family, you can holler at me. I'll be in the building. That Seymour should be in the building as well. And Blessed Love, right here in South Central Los Angeles, in a few days. All right, we're going to have it stocked up. All right, y'all. So I guess we're just going to call it a night. The brother must have finally, you know, fully lost the signal. But again, salute to you all joining us on this monumental episode. Tarzan Decoded. Make sure you check out the visual presentation that KG the Arts Degree will be doing tomorrow at the Studios. All right, stay tuned to the networks. We'll be putting that flyer out. Uh, Brother Red, if there's anything you need to leave him with, let him know. Yeah, and Mama Pill as well. She got material that's about to drop on Sarnetta's channel any day now. Um, I got some footage I'm about to send up. You know what I'm saying? It's either Sarnetta or Rich or probably both of them. I got enough material. I got enough content that I can feed multiple networks. So you can definitely be on the lookout for that as well. Like the brother Red said, go to the Nodalage TV page on YouTube under Philip Phil T Philip T Morland or Phil T Morland and subscribe. All right, that's the Nodalage TV page on YouTube. It is out of probation. You know what I'm saying? We are back in the building. Yeah. Building up the subscription. Yeah, about to flood the airwaves because we got content. You know what I'm saying? We've been sitting on it for a time. minute. So, yeah, you know, it's time to flood. We're going to flood the channels. You dig? Yeah, you know, we're gonna, it's going to be a deluge. Kind of with KPL, No The Ledge, Red and Blue. Uh, that mix, I'm, on, I'm at the studio tonight. That, uh, that project is, you know, it's in the incubator. The wings are crispy. It's almost, it's almost ready. I know we've been saying this a long time, but believe me when I tell you, it's almost ready. You know what I mean? So yeah, everybody you, might need a Drake, you might need a Drake feature or something to ramp up the anticipation. Cause nah, we don't do Drake no more. Yeah. We do Gucci, man. I need a goo wop. Goo wop You already. All right, y'all. Peace, love, and light. Till next time.